I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I was gone. <laughs> I, I was gone for... How long was I gone for? The last episode I did, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was well over two months ago. <laughs> I was like, wow, recording and maintaining. Maintaining a podcast is actually harder than I thought. And you know why I was gone? It's because I didn't know what I wanted to record. And then I saw this thing, um, and there was a quote, and it was like, what do you like to watch? What do you record? Would you actually listen to your podcast? And I was like, that's a good point. And at first I was going to take this podcast in the direction where I do like a science topic, and then I unpack it, and we get into all the science. But when I actually started reading Sleep, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, and I listened to a whole Andrew Huberman two-hour podcast about this, and I was like, wow, I enjoy this content. I sometimes be skipping Andrew Huberman's podcast. No shade to Andrew Huberman. Love the dude, but two hours of content, that's that's not what I'm here for. So I'm thinking of, you know, doing more authentic pieces to me and kind of giving you guys a little snapshot of what hanging out with me would be like. So I'm going to pretend that I'm talking to my sister, Frankie, because that's probably where I'm the most comfortable. And we're going to get into today's topic. So enough about the past. Yami's back better than ever with new podcasts. And we're going to talk about my cooking journey. Woo! <laughs> All right, let's get started. Okay. So we're going to start from like birth to high school, although that might seem a little bit dramatic. We actually weren't really allowed to cook for the sake of not fears of us burning down the house with the oven. So I remember we did little stuff here and there, like we cooked sausages or we would make eggs or the occasional pasta. And that was really when we were bored and honestly just wanted to eat something else other than chapati and chicken. So we would make like pasta or eggs here and there. And like eggs is a very standard thing, you know, make it for breakfast. I actually, we really love Frankie and I, we loved the tree of eggs and salted tomatoes. That is a really good snack. If you have not tried eggs and salted tomatoes as a breakfast option or even like a little pick-me-up snack, it's a really good option. Um, But yeah, not too much, honestly, before high school. So we're going to move on to high school. In high school, I had a a little phase where I would go to Safeway in either the morning or after track practice And I would literally get fruits, vegetables, salmon. (laughs) We would go to Costco each week, my mom and I, and I would literally get the salmon fillets, like the three pound bag for like $30. Like this salmon was actually pretty expensive when you think about it. And I would come back and I'd be whipping in that kitchen. I'd literally be putting the salmon in the oven While that's ready, I'm preparing a salad. I was in my spinach era at this time, so I would get 
what would I get? I would get spinach, oranges, almonds, mix that all in a salad, other things too, but I can't seem to remember at the moment. Mix that up, boom, the salmon's done, bon appetit. I have the salmon and the salad, and I was really into salmon and salad in high school, and obviously in the morning I would have my apples or bananas or oranges, so I was super, super into my spinach and salmon phase, but that was the only food I ate. So <laughs> there was no diversity in the food that I would prepare for myself. You know, I'd have the cooked dinners that my mom would make for me. But for lunch or something, I would literally get spinach and pack it into a lunchbox and then get the chicken tenders from my school's cafeteria lunch and literally eat that and whatever. Just really no some variation of a salad or and always salmon or chicken in high school. So that was the high school era. Moving on to college, I think college is where I decreased my cooking a lot and I also got really I would say nervous or maybe fearful about cooking in college. So a bunch of stuff happened that year, but I also lived in the dorm, so we had access to the dining halls, and I would eat that. And honestly, the only time I started cooking was really my junior year when we got an on-campus apartment. My track friends and I lived in an on-campus apartment. And um, I brought this instant rice pot into the apartment and I would literally buy frozen chicken nuggets <laughs> and I would make frozen chicken nuggets. And I think for the side, I don't even remember what I ate on the side. Rice? Yeah, I ate a lot of rice back then. I remember <laughs> my friend Abby was jokes on me because I asked her like how do I make rice <laughs> with the like with the pot and it took so long so my mom got me an instant pot actually it was not given to me as the brand new present it was the instant pot that we had for five years <laughs> and it was rusty and dusty when she gave it to me but I used that instant pot and I would make rice and I was obsessed with honey mustard the chick-fil-a sauce or honey mustard and I literally remember my junior year a, a lot of what I can remember from my cooking is honey mustard <laughs> or chick-fil-a sauce and those frozen chicken nuggets <laughs> like why did that have a chokehold on me I will say though junior years when I kind of got back into the childhood era of making eggs in the morning because I remember more mornings than not, or how do you say this, more often than not, in the mornings before school, I would get up, get ready, put my contacts in, make my outfit, and I would schedule in time to make my breakfast in the morning. And I remember it was two eggs, salt, and mm, like salt and pepper, and I think I put cheese sometimes or like hot sauce or guacamole yeah I put guacamole on the eggs um kind of made it like an egg omelet thing 
and oranges. That I had that for breakfast. Literally 80% of the mornings in my junior year. That's actually very surprising considering that junior year was also the year that I got the littlest amount of sleep I've ever had in my entire life. Sometimes I would literally go to bed at 4 a.m., 3 a.m. and still have to get up at 7 a.m. because all of my classes were at this campus called Manassas, which was 30 minutes away from the base campus. So that was very tragic. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm still proud of myself because it seemed like no matter what, I still carved out time to make breakfast. And I think that was where I got my first real like knives or real forks and knives. And it was the first time I lived without my parents in a way like um in how do I say this like your freshman and your sophomore year or for me I'll speak for me I lived in the dorms and I had a food plan so I didn't cook but junior year when we when I moved into that on-campus apartment it had the oven and it had a stovetop and that was the first time ever in my life that I had to decide what I'm eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because I don't have a meal plan anymore. So in the morning, it was always that breakfast, but in the evening, it was a lot of frozen chicken nuggets. So that was junior year, and now we're going to get into senior year. Senior year of college and into my working woman era at the 10-minute mark. That's crazy. For senior year of college... I was really tired. Remember how I mentioned in junior year, I would get an average of five, maybe six hours of sleep, sometimes four hours of sleep. My senior year, I realized I hated that and my body physically could not handle running on that low amount of sleep each night. So I was like, this year, I am setting a hard limit of 12 a.m. to be my bedtime. Looking back now, that seems so crazy because if I went to bed that late, now I would not be alive. But that was very early for college me. Like, people in college, you get it. 12 a.m. in college, that's really early. Especially because I think I would get up at 8.30, 9. So I, that was the first instance of me trying to have a regular sleep schedule and I was also in track I think anyone listening to the podcast probably knows me because I'm not famous but if you are a random listener who happened to stumble across this on Apple podcast first let me know because who's recognizing me that I don't know but yeah I did the one track and my senior year I wanted to mo- Most importantly, sleep as the number one goal. Number two, stretch every single day. And number three, get my nutrition on point. Because these dino nuggets that I was running on on junior year wouldn't go. I think I was trying to get into more of an adult mindset. Because I was like, you know, maybe some adults run on dino nuggets, but I'm not trying to have me run on dino nuggets 
I want to actually learn how to cook things. So my senior year, I started cooking it, cooking again. And the first thing I cooked was salmon. <laughs> it was a kind of revival of my high school self of, you know, cooking the salmon in the oven. But then I also in this time really liked um, collard greens. I think in the beginning of my senior year, I ate collard greens like <laughs> with almost every meal. Uh, pasta, a lot, um, a lot of pasta. I found frozen brown rice, which was actually really good for me because cooking rice took way too long. And also we got rid of the Instant Pot. I'm so sorry, mom. I'm so sorry. But that thing, it was rusty and dusty, so I couldn't keep it. But I think it's somewhere in my old room. <laughs> but she doesn't know that, so don't tell her. Don't tell her. <laughs> uh, it's hard to recall this without looking at any pictures. But yeah, from what I remember, the beginning of my senior year of college, a lot of salmon and a lot of collard greens, brown rice. And then I started watching Jen Im. She's one of my favorite YouTubers and she cooks a lot. She cooks so much. Literally all of her meals are homemade. And I saw she made this garlic chicken and I wanted to try that. So I made garlic chicken and at first I was using garlic powder, onion powder, all these things. But then at some point I wanted to start cooking with the actual onion and the actual garlic. And I know that seems gargantuous to say, but truly I always cooked with powders. And of course I still used powders on top of getting the actual onion or the actual garlic, but getting those actual ingredients really changed the game for cooking for me. It kind of turned into less of an, oh, I have to cook, into, ooh, what am I gonna cook today? And I think it really brought like a peaceful aspect to cooking because it's just a different feeling when you're mincing garlic together to put into a salmon dish or you're trying to saute the onion and garlic so that when you put the chicken in it, it's going to be really good or sauteing it to make the pasta water really flavorful. And I got into cilantro, getting actual cilantro, man, ah, I love cilantro. If I had to marry one herb and be with one herb for the rest of my life, I would choose cilantro. No questions asked. It's so good. Have you guys heard of the thing where if you have cilantro, it makes you, some people have the gene where if they have cilantro, it tastes like throw up to them. That's crazy to me because cilantro is so good. But anyway, this is not to talk about how good cilantro is, although it really is. But yeah, senior year, I started really, really cooking, cooking. And I would even cook with my friends. My friends, Ed and I, we would, we would kind of be making some dishes. I think there was one dish we made that took like two hours. But I think it was pan-seared salmon at the time, actually, because I had always cooked oven salmon, and we also made these potato red, 
golden potatoes, really small. I, I don't know if they were Yukon potatoes or red potatoes, but they were very small and I had gotten them from Amazon Fresh at the time and we had boiled them first and then when we put it into roast, we cut the onions and garlic and we put salt and this herb like seasoning that he had. I don't remember what it was called. But the potatoes were literally the hit of the night. We also made these cheddar cheese biscuits. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And I think cooking with friends is probably one of my favorite things to do now. And I didn't know that was going to be a hit for me until I started doing it. And then I got into stir fry dishes and I got into soups. I really love red lentil soups oh my gosh i think this is kind of forayed into what i cook now so i really love things that i can cook and eat over and over again but have variety in what i'm eating over and over again i think in my senior year of college i started meal prepping a little bit if you could call it that but now I'm trying to meal prep, although the food doesn't last the whole week. So sometimes I have to cook multiple times a week. But I got into making dishes that would last more than one day. So for right now, I have this chickpea pasta, chickpea pesto pasta with some purple cauliflower that I made. And it's really good. I got into... I told you guys already, a le red lentil curry. That one is so spicy. I remember I got serrano peppers. And serrano peppers are a lot more spicy when you put the seeds in and everything. And when I put that in the curry, that was my tongue eating the curry. And I had put red pepper flakes and bell peppers, although that's not spicy. That's just to add to the vegetable stuff. I think I threw everything in there. I put so much in there. I also made another version of this, you know, my salad era of this meal that I was inspired by sweet greens for. I think it was chicken, feta, apple, sweet potato, a whole bunch of kale, and rice. And that was a really hearty dish that I just, I loved that one. And I'm trying now... I'm trying to explore a new phase where instead of cooking single ingredient stuff, maybe I make something like a quiche, uh, you know, or something layered like that. I have not got into breads. That is so scary to me for some reason to make a bread because of the yeast aspect and the rising. I, you know, when I cook, I want to be able to eat it. I, why am I cooking for three days? Come on, I, I don't have, I, not, I almost said I don't have time for that, but you know, that's not true. I don't prioritize that time. Um, and then I got into dips. Game changer. I was at Trader Joe's the other day and I tried out this tzatziki, tzatziki, I don't know how to pronounce that word. I tried out this tzatziki I literally, I'm going to say tea dip. I tried out this tea dip and it had chickpeas in it and feta cheese. Mmm, bon appetit. 
I looked up, how do I make my own? And I found a recipe that uses Greek yogurt, which is great because that's so much protein. And I think it's Greek yogurt, salt, chickpeas, feta cheese, garlic salt, a little pepper if you're feeling spicy. And if you want, you can mince up some garlic. Mm, I eat it with tortilla chips as a little snack. Great way to get your protein in. All right, some final summaries, and then I'm going to end the podcast. So overall, I went from making dino nuggets to pesto chickpea pasta with purple cauliflower. So a little gross, a little glow up of my cooking journey, getting the actual ingredients as opposed to only using powders. You know, we use them in combination with each other. That's a glow up. Getting knives, getting a potato peeler, getting plates, thinking about design. That's a glow up to me. And every day I spend cooking or every time, you know, months pass and I up my cooking skills, I really feel proud of myself because I think maybe the skills you learn in cooking kind of transfer over to the other areas of your life. And it's also just fun to cook and then be able to eat what you made. That's all it's it's like home ec. Everyone loved home ec because you got to cook or bake and then you got to eat or cook that sad bake. <laughs> so that's been really good. And for anyone who like doesn't really cook, they don't really know how or where to start, honestly, just start. I literally was the same way. I didn't even cook. I was afraid of it. But honestly, with some things, they really are right. Like, you just got to jump in. And I know I'm not the best at saying that because I said that about the podcast and then I kind of left. But I'm back. You see, that's the way time works. If you stop, you can just come back. And if that's you with cooking, then now's the time. Now's your sign to come back. So, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. I really hope my mic was on because that's happened to me before where I've recorded a whole episode and my mic was not on and that was so crushing. So I hope I don't have to record this a second time, but I hope you guys have a good week, a good rest of your month, wherever you are, and hopefully I will see you sooner rather than later. Bye.